fans, thanks for joining us once again for another episode of the Barefoot Podcast. My name's TJ and I'll be talking to you today all about round two and previewing the upcoming round of the Intra Super Premiership for the mighty North Sydney Bears. Now, no song at the start of this episode, unfortunately. It was one of the more difficult weeks to be a Bears fan, but nonetheless, we uh, we strive on. And that's the game of rugby league. There's always another round and it's going to be an interesting way to see how the boys uh, retaliate. After a bit of a hiding from the the mighty Penrith Panthers, it was a, a nice hot day out there in Penrith, but that's no excuse. And we'll uh, we'll talk to Benny Gardner at the end about that game, and he's going to tell us about a few different changes he's made to the team. Uh, also, we're going to profile Eli Levito, the starting halfback. It's going to be nice to to get to know the players, and I'm going to try and do that a bit more throughout the year. But to start us off, let's go through uh, the scoreboard and let's see what the results were for the weekend. As mentioned before, in the Intrust Super Premiership, the mighty North Sydney Bears went down to the Penrith Panthers 42 points to 10. The tries coming from Bernard Gregorius and Tom Hughes and one conversion from Eli Levito. And the story wasn't any different when the Junior Bears went down to Cronulla on Friday night to verse the defending premiers in both the Harold Mats and SG Ball. Unfortunately, the Harold Mats went down 70 points to 6 and the SG Ball 58 points to 6. And checking in on our feeder clubs in the Ron Massey Cup tournament, well, Concord Burwood went down to Mounties 56 points to 12 with the Bears' Jackson Garlic going over the line. Uh, the Hills Bulls got up 34-12 to 12 over the Blacktown Workers and the Asquith Magpies had the bye. There's the scores from this weekend in Rugby League and all things Bears. Uh, fortunately, not the results we're after, but still plenty of games to go in the seasons in all the comps. Uh, let's jump into a bit of uh, Bear Banter now with some uh, some fans. Uh, thanks for getting touch with us all those who did uh keep them coming as well contact us through the email at the bear pit podcast at hotmail.com or on twitter with the handle at bear pit podcast now greg greg brown has got in touch with us via the email uh from last week's episode just listen to the podcast episode four well done tj and thanks to shane and ed the belief by the players in their ability and their measured confidence tells me that the 2016 season is going to be something special. Keep up the good work, TJ. And to all the Bears fans out there, come out to the games and support the boys as they are really putting in. Go the Mighty Bears. Greg, thank you so much for that feedback. And, and they are. They're really putting in. And although the result on the weekend didn't show it, it was such a you know a, a test to them. And, and for round two, I mean, this Penrith outfit is probably going to be one of the top runners throughout the season um, but they're really putting in behind the scenes guys and it's going to be wonderful when we finally get a home game so hopefully everyone can can get out to that game it won't be wonderful uh, on Twitter Glenn McCauley got in contact with us um, sensational again TJ love your work go the mighty Bears 2016 feeling good yeah I'm feeling good too thank you very much for that uh, for the tweet and guys once again get involved send us questions uh, unfortunately uh, didn't get the questions in time to interview the guys this week, so what I want you guys to do, if you've got any questions for any of the Bears fans, get in contact with us, send them to me, and what I'm going to do after the games, I'm going to go around to all the guys and, and have a segment where I'm just going to just do the fan questions. So if you want to get your name out there and you want to ask one of the uh, the Bears a question, I'll do that for you. So just send that straight through. And anyway, Without any further ado, I got to sit down with the uh, starting halfback for the, the Bears this year, Eli Levito. Um, just to have a bit of a chat, you know, I want to try and do this every week, 
get to know one of the Bears so you guys have a, a deeper respect for what they do and where they've come from. And this, uh, well, the first chapter is Eli Levito, and it's it's actually quite interesting what we found uh, when we had a chat, and here he is now. Enjoy. All right, once again, thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Bear Pit podcast today. Um, as you heard at the, the, the top of the show, it was a bit of a disappointing game on the weekend, but um, we're still quite grateful to have the uh, the halfback, Eli Levito, stop by and have a bit of a chat. Eli, thanks for coming in, mate. Um, give us your wrap on the weekend. No worries, mate. Um, you know, I think uh, preparations leading into the game weren't that good. Um, you know, the boys at training, a few drop balls here and there, and um, not came, not staying consistent in the training paddock um, sort of led to a few mistakes on the field, um, lapses in concentration as well. And, um, you know, just if you start slow, like we did on the weekend, I think, you know, you can never come back from that. And unfortunately, we um, got done by a big margin. So the lucky thing is, you know, we've got next week um, against the, the Cutters. So we'll get back on the field um, throughout the week and just try and improve on, on our set skills and, all that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, no, it was disappointing. So 42 points to 10 was the final score and seems to be a, quite a common theme so far in the first two rounds that you, you give up a bit of a lead in the first half. Um, did you think at halftime you'd come back again? Well, well, against Newcastle round one, like you say, we were down by 12 at half time, And, um, you know, 20, 24, I think it was at half time. So, you know, it's it's hard to come back from a... So yourself though, um, quite sort of um, instrumental in a couple of the tries so far this year. How are you finding the ball now, especially off the boot? Oh yeah, the kicking kicking's all right. Um, although probably could do a bit more practice at training, but um, yeah, you know it's all work in progress. Um, working with the other halves in the team, alongside with Benny, um, a couple of experienced players as well. So they helped me along the way. Um, there's a long way to go, like you said. I'd like to be in a bit better form um, but like you say it's round two but um, yeah a lot of things to work on I think what, what is there 24 rounds to go so um, good things ahead I think. Now it's uh, it's it's quite common to hear that you know a halfback or, or a half only plays as good as the forwards in front of him um, how do you reckon the the big fellas at the front are going for you? Um, it's it's hard in the heat especially if you're a big boy but you know I think they're in, in parts they're doing their job but they know themselves that they can improve um, you can ask them themselves they'll tell you but you know um, we're, it's a young pack um, there's a, f- a few boys that have had some experience in the New South Wales Cup but a lot of a lot, a lot of young boys I think um, our oldest forward is 23 maybe so um, you know they're round two I think um, they're going not too bad but yeah still some things to work on now, for those listening at home, you may hear the uh, the sound of weights dropping behind us. We're currently uh, in a small little room in Camperdown Fitness, one of our sponsors. Um, it's you know straight back into the grind on a Monday through weights and wrestling. Um, you know, how do you get through this week? You know, physically, it's tough. You know, um, playing on Saturday, then going in Sunday to do your recovery and your video and um, watch the game, and then getting up Monday morning for work, which is hard, but. You know, it's just back to the drawing board. Um, we've been doing it for 16, 17 weeks throughout the pre-season. Most of the boys are pretty used to it by now. So I think it's just a day-by-day thing, take it as it comes. Um, just, yeah, try and stay healthy, I guess. So you mentioned just then that you've uh, you've actually got to get up for work before you even come to training. Uh, what are you doing outside of footy? 
Um, I've done two years of an apprenticeship doing carpentry, but I've um, got that on hold at the moment. And um, just doing, I'm labouring at the moment just for um, green options. It's a landscaping company, so getting a bit more cash there coming in, paying the bills. But, um, you know, I'll eventually get back to my apprenticeship and finish it off, which you need something to fall back on. So. And how do you feel, or how do you how do you see the other guys in the team coping with this balance of work and and football and and family commitments? Is is it taking a toll, especially after such a big preseason? To be honest, uh, there hasn't been much talk about that because um, the boys get in and they're oh, they've been pretty switched on so far. So I think when they come here, all they want to do is talk about footy and then their life. You know, when they leave training, they're worried about, about all that sort of stuff. So the boys don't really talk about anything out of footy. Um, but yeah. All right. So turning our focus on to this weekend, we're going down south to verse the Cutters. Um, personally, on 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 a, on a personal level, what are you going to adjust this week in your game? Uh, I've had a chat to Benny, and I think he wants to wants me to get my hands on the ball a bit more. Um, first couple of rounds, I've been a bit a bit oh, you could say shy. Um, you know, he just said he wants me to get a bit more involved, get a few more touches in the sets, and you know, control control the game a bit more and move the forwards around the park, which is a halfback's job. So that's what I'll be looking looking to do at training this week and then try and implement it in the game on Saturday. Now, typically going down to Wollongong's always a hard game, obviously because of the big trip down there as well. What do you expect from, uh, you know, the red going up against them? Um, you know, it'll be tough. You know, Travelling the first two rounds, we've travelled to Newcastle and then out to Penrith. And then, like you say, we're going down to Wollongong uh, this weekend. You know, it doesn't get any easier, but from them, um, I think they're, what I've saw, they're a relatively big team um, with some crafty halves as well. So we've got to become switched on. Um, I think they're going to come out firing because they I think they might be uh, one from two, same as us. So, um, you know, we've just got to come out and match them. You know, we've got the firepower with a few big forwards um, that can match their forwards early and hopefully our fitness can come out in the end and get the job done for us. Anyway, Eli, thanks for for, for dropping in. Um, stay tuned after the break. We're going to have a, a little bit of an in-depth chat with him about his footy career and, and, um, and his experiences along the way. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Barefoot Podcast. My name's TJ and I just want to break up this interview and let you guys know that if you haven't already, check us out on iTunes. Yeah, the podcast is on iTunes. Search Bear Pit in the search engine and you can subscribe and get every episode as it comes out straight to your iPhone or tablet. Thank you very much for listening and, and, and as always, there's always opportunities here to get your business or your brand out there. So give us an email at thebearpitpodcast at hotmail.com to start the conversation on how to get your brand on here and use it as a bit of an avenue for all Bears fans. Now, let's get back to the podcast. All right. Thanks again, uh, everyone, for jumping into the beer pit with us. We've got um, the the starting halfback Eli Levito with us, mate. Um, we've just had a chat about you know the current landscape of the last two rounds and 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 you know this season. Uh, let Let's get uh, to know you a little bit better. I'm sure the fans would like to know all about their their halfback they'll be cheering on. Um, so I understand you started your football back at home, which is around Cessnock area. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I grew up in Cessnock. Um, Typically played soccer for the first couple of years and then moved over to league with all my mates. Um, played with uh, Cessnock Goannas from under-8s until under-18s. And it's, uh, it'd be remiss to, for me not to sort of mention, you know, growing up and playing halfback around that sort of area. 
um, you know, did you did you try and make your game like Joey at all? Oh, that was always my that my old man was always telling me that the the greatest halfback ever has come from Cessnock. So it's you know you always try and base your game around him. I used to sit and watch YouTube clips of him all the time, and you know try and learn a few things. But um, you know he was he was the best ever. So it's it's hard to um, try and keep up with him, I guess. Now, playing your juniors, um, you know, growing up into your teens and all that sort of stuff, um, just before you made any rep sides, um, you know, what, what was the, the most fun part of playing rugby league for you? Oh, I think like every kid, you just enjoy playing with your mates. Um, you know, got going to school and then on, I think most kids train Tuesday, Thursdays or something like that. Um, you know, they, they were the days that you look forward to most because as soon as you get home from school, you put your boots on and get your mum and dad to drop you down the field and you're at the park with your friends for an hour, hour and a half, just kicking the foot around and learning some skills. But, um, yeah, I think that was the most enjoyable part, being there with your mates. Do I even need to ask? Are you a Knights fan? Unfortunately. <laughs> All right, so moving on. So um, from the from the park football, what was the next step for you? Um, from Cessnock, I was in all the junior reps and stuff with um, with the Knights. Um, played hard match there, and then I was in the squad for the SG Ball, and then um, missed out on that um, at the last cut, and then went on to play New South Wales Country under 18s, and was lucky enough to tour New Zealand for 12 days. Um, and then from there, I pretty much got picked up by the Tigers. Um, played my first year 20s there, and that's when I moved to Sydney. Hey, this is sounding more and more like Joey's uh, history here. So you you've, you got cut as a kid, but you you were still determined. What what kept you going through those times? Oh, I think it was just a bit of everything, really. You know, I I just wanted to be the best player I could. Um, always thriving to um to achieve, I guess. Um, my old man, he loves his footy, so I, I couldn't let him down. He he like come he likes coming to in to watch me play, and so does mum, I guess. So um, rugby league's in the blood, you know. Um, my whole family enjoys it, so I um, never gave up. And yeah, I'll hopefully one day crack it in the in the big league. But you know, it's uh, baby steps. So yeah. So I started off at the uh, the Tigers. Um, who were you? Who was coaching you then? Um, Andrew Webster. He he coached uh, Parad Twenties the year before in 2013, and then come over to the Tigers. Um, yeah, and now he's at the Warriors. I think assistant coach over at the Warriors. Any big things you learnt from him? Yeah, yeah, he he, he was very good. Um, he played played in the halves in his juniors as well. Um, I played my first year in the halves with um, Tamari Martin, who's at Penrith now. Um, you know, he 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 spent a lot of work with us, um, just learning some new skills and you know the basic skills of a half of a halfback. Um, you know. So yeah, he was he was very good with my um, development in my first year twenties, and yeah, there's a lot of credit to him. I'm pretty sure I think. And uh, so was, was it from there that you jumped to South Sydney? Yeah, well, um, or about round nine of last season, I um, moved over to South and then played the rest of the year here. Um, I got the opportunity um, through Troy Finch, who was coaching in the twenties uh, last year. He um he got a hold of me and just said he wants me to come over and see how I go and um yeah no and loved every minute of it. And so you finished off that year with Souths and obviously with the age restriction you've uh, you've you've come out of the twenties. What's what's something that you you learn in that um, NYC competition that you're taking you know with you now into the senior competition? 
no, I'll change. I'll change. What's what's the difference? Okay. So from there, you you finish the that season with Souths, um, and then obviously being a bit older than twenty, you've moved up to New South Wales Cup or the Intra Super Premiership, as it's called now. Um, I mean, what's what's one of the bigger differences for you playing in those competitions? Oh, I, I think it's the physicality. Um, you know, you get blokes dropping back from the NRL squad that train every day with them um, to play in the uh, Intra Super Premiership. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, like I said, the physicality and um, playing against better players, um, bigger players. And, you know, I think skill level, it's, it's, there's a big difference in the skill level as well. Um, but, yeah, main thing, physicality. So it's taken you a bit longer to recover after the games? Yeah, I've been very sore. <laughs> uh, as a halfback, though, are you are you changing the way you play at all because there's bigger guys running at you, or you know, is it more fun because you've got you know a bit more skill outside you in in the backs? Yeah, it's a bit of both, really, because I've got I've got some big forwards as well behind me, and like you say, um, the older fellas outside me, um, very skillful as well. So I just try and try and do my best, try and take it to the line. Um, get smashed every now and then but I suppose that's part of footy it's all good halves take it to the line and you know I just try and try and do my best all right so it's been two rounds in it's obviously two weekends ago you 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 put the red and black on for the first time uh did that have much meaning for you individually um I don't, not many people know but um my grandfather actually played for the North Sydney Bears in 60 and 61 Barry Levito um so my old man was when he found out that the Bears wanted to sign me after 20s, he was very happy. Um, so, yeah, it, do, it does mean a lot. And my grandma is still around as well. So she's been coming to – she come to the last two games. Um, you know, she's very proud of me, um, you know, because Baz, like I said, he played in 1661. Um, so, yeah, it does have a lot of meaning to me, actually. Oh, that's sensational. And I bet a lot of the, the fans out there will, will um, show the support behind you when they get to the home games. Um, looking towards this year – um, obviously, going from a South team to a North team, um, what are your goals for for this year? You know, I'm I'm, I'm just looking for some for, uh, for some consistency. Um, you know, it's it, it's a tougher competition here, and you need to play good every week to um to compete. So that's a few things Benny's drilled into me. Um, you know, with with 20s football, it's it's really inconsistent. Um, you know, you, you make the step up. Um, and I just think consistency is really important in this competition with, with the talent that comes back from the NRL teams, like I said. Um, but, yeah, you know, I just play every round. That's my goal. Um, and then, you know, see what happens from there. Mate, I won't keep you any longer from training. I don't want Benny to get annoyed that you're not there. But thanks for for taking some time to have a chat to us and the fans. I'm sure they appreciate learning about you. And, and once the uh, home games come and we all get to sort of meet each other, I'm sure that'll be cheering extra loud when you get the ball. So, congrats, mate. And... We'll talk to you later in the year. Too easy. Thanks a lot, Trent. Wonderful young man, that Eli Levito, and he's doing wonders on and off the field for the Bears this year. He's just growing with momentum uh, and experience every game, and uh, it's going to be wonderful to see what he can do on the field for us. So um, I think that was pretty good, getting to find out uh, these new Bears and even the old ones as well. So give us some questions. I'll be asking one every week, and hopefully we have a better insight to them all. Anyway, let's go straight to the head coach, Ben Gardner. Now, he sat down with me later uh, yesterday, and we had a chat about this week's game and uh, what to expect from some of the changes in the team. 
All right, once again, we're we're blessed to have the head coach, Benny Gardner, taking up some time to, to chat to the Bear Pit podcast. Um, Benny, we, we haven't spoken to you since the start of the season. Um, would you say polar opposites after game one to game two? Uh, yeah, mate. Um, game one, obviously, we travelled up to Newcastle and um, we had some fairly good experiences up there. Um, not a great first half up there, but obviously a very good second half to come over the top of the Knights up there, uh, up at Curry Curry. Um, it, it was a good game up there. The, the boys really dug deep and did a really good job on the day. Um, whereas week two of the competition, uh, we probably didn't uh, turn up as well as what we had of the week before. Um, the boys didn't put in on the day as much as they did uh, on that particular day. And we came up against a lot better, better opposition. And with the inexperienced team that we have, uh, you know, the boys need to make sure that they're turning up the same way every week. So, you know, this week leading into round three, uh, we put a lot of focus on preparation and making sure that we do the little things right because, you know, with our side, it's the little things that are going to make the difference around training, around our preparation, our reviews and our previews for the new opposition um, to make sure that we're ready to go for the weekend. Only two rounds into the comp. Um, it may be early days, but... What do you think of the competition, the standards and all that compared to last year when you first came in? Um, I think it's fairly similar. I think that it's hard to pick standards and consistencies at the moment. You know, someone asked me the other day about, you know, how well certain teams are going and, you know, how the, how the competition's going to go and who will lead the competition and all of that sort of stuff. But I think it takes about 10 rounds to get a real um, consistent look at how the competition is and the pace of the game and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, one considerable difference, I think, is that they've made some changes with the refereeing to the competition where they've brought a few more NRL, NRL referees back to referee in the New South Wales Cup and it's changed the ruck speed a little bit and some of the interpretations are a little bit different to what we've seen in the past. But, you know, that's a learning curve for the boys and us as coaches and, you know, we, we work on that. We, we copped a few penalties early in the game last week around, you know, not being quick enough out of the ruck and all of that sort of stuff. But, you know, that as coaches and as players and a team, you look at that and move forward with it rather than looking back at it and cursing. Um, so, you know, for us, you know, we've just got to grow on that and learn on that a little bit. Um, that was probably something that let us down a fair bit last week in last week's game, um, purely due to the fact we got, got off to such a bad start because our discipline wasn't good. So, um, you know, the, the competition's reasonably similar in terms of how fast it is at the moment, just the odd rucks a little bit quicker and, you know, us learning those interpretations will be of benefit to us this week. And are you, would you put any of that down to the interchange rule this year and, and has it played out to what you'd expected it to be? Yeah, I think the interchange is having uh, a little bit of an impact on the game. Um, not so much in the first half, but probably middle to the back end of the second half, um, where you're seeing sides that don't see the ball in the first half really, really falling over. Um, and, you know, to the credit of the Panthers, they did a great job last week where they held the ball early on in the game. And I think in about the first 10 minutes of the game, they had, I think, 95% of the possession. And I think that's one of the big keys to coming out over the top of the back end of the game as well. Um, so I think if you can have your, your fair share of the ball and don't have too many errors early on and all of that sort of stuff, I think that you, you can really come over the top of the opposition at that back end part of the game. 
Um, if you have a lot of ball early in the game, I think that that process happens a little bit earlier in the second half, um, purely because you can't make as many interchanges. Blokes have a little bit more residual fatigue and all of that sort of stuff from the first half. So I think there's some more space around the ruck and definitely through the middle. And, and that's where teams are tending to go is through the middle, sort of more one-out stuff with support and you know a few more offloads through the middle um, around that time of the game. Dan, this is the uh, the third away game in a row and a four-game start to the season all the way before we head back to um, familiar territory. Um, does that affect your preparation or are you, are you happy to have all those home games in a row after this? Uh, mate, we, we try not to think about the fact that there's home, ga- uh, home games or away games. Obviously, we love playing at home, but I think if you focus too much on the fact that there's away games, you start with a negative feel in each week. Um, and we would prefer not to have that negative feel around our camp. So, you know, playing away is part of playing rugby league. Um, I think that if you can have some good outcomes in some of those matches, you know, we had the great outcome against Newcastle and not so good outcome against Penrith. But I think if we can make sure we put our best foot forward over the next couple of weeks, well, then come those home games, I think it's going to put us in a really good position to, you know, be in a good position for the competition table. Um, but we're not getting ahead of ourselves. We know that the Cutters are the team that we need to focus on this weekend and getting out there down to Wollongong and putting our best foot forward where we were very, very disappointed in ourselves last week and disappointed in our effort as well as our execution. So, you know, as a team, you know, we've made some considerable changes, which I imagine we'll talk about in a moment, but we've made some considerable changes because one thing at the Bears that we're not about anymore is having low standards and, you know, we've made adjustments to make sure that those standards are met. Yeah, right on top of it. Let's talk about the team. You've you named it on Tuesday. A few uh, notable changes. Uh, we've we've brought in a, a new uh, forward, Toby Rudolph. You've got a, a few wraps on this kid. Uh, yeah, mate, he's a young front row that's on the up and up. Um, one of the main reasons that uh, we want to give him an opportunity is to see how he performs at, at this level of footy. And, you know, obviously he's come from the South NYC squad and um, he's been in that squad for last year and also obviously the start of this year. Um, he's a big bloke, he's about 108 kilos and, you know, tall and aggressive and we, we look forward to seeing how he goes when he gets out there and obviously Madge, you know, looking from afar, is also really keen to see on how, how he goes as well and whether he's one for us for the future. So, um, you know, he's a big fella. He, he, he won't be intimidated, I don't think. I, I think he'll just get out there and give it a red-hot crack and that's one of the reasons that we've put him in there. We've selected people this week that are going into the team that are going to put their best in for the team. So um, I know that we'll get that from Toby this week. And the fans will also see the returning face of a few bears that, that, that put the red and black on last year in Brock Gray and Jack uh, Gazewski. How do you say it? Jack Gazewski. Um, so how what, what, what do they bring to a side that's you know been in a preseason for this long and, and, and have started two games? What do you hope to you know, bring when they come into the team? Mate, both of these guys I've coached for a few years and both will bring energy to our team. Um, Jack's an aggressive back rower, Ed's back rower. Um, he was a mainstay of our team last year. He played just about every game on the right edge. And um, for me, Jack brings back some experience to the side and you know some go forward and a little bit of a grunt, little bit of grunt in the middle. Um, Brock, 
obviously a young fellow that played a little bit of footy for us last year in the, the early rounds. Um, had some injuries throughout the preseason and the back end of last year and um, he's just worked his way through the preseason this year um, to get his body right and played 80 minutes last week in the under 20s so we look forward to him coming off the bench this week and you know keeping his spot in the team over the coming weeks he's been here before and done it before um, but we're looking for him to step up this week and just lastly for for fans keeping up with the results um, what do you hope to see what what do you hope for them to see this week coming up uh, I'll take it again. and lastly just before we let you go um, we've given off uh, a bit of a lead in the last two games what what changes are you hoping to see on the field now for this game uh, what we're hoping to see is we're, we're hoping to see a side that starts with energy and intentions um, I think that over the last few weeks we've, we've fluffed around a little bit in the early part of the games and um, whether it was errors or lack of discipline uh, we haven't been able to start well so obviously we've addressed those things now it's up to the players to address them on the field um, and start with really good intentions and really good energy um, you know as I said we, we've made changes so that uh, going out this weekend um, we see effort for 80 minutes, uh, we see intention for 80 minutes and we see behaviours that are acceptable behaviours at the Bears um, and moving forward that's how we'll be selecting our teams in the future. And just before we go, the Bears this week have been pushing membership, um, what, how does that affect you guys on the field? Oh, membership's extremely important for us because it means that we've got people to follow us, particularly at the games. Um, I know that we're doing a lot of stuff in the background with our, our social media and all of that sort of stuff, but it's more important to get involved and support the team um, and, and give that little financial boost to the club as well. Um, and then in a few weeks' time, we, when we get our home games, well, then we'd like to see our members back at the home games as well. Um, not saying that they can't come to away games. We'd love to see them at away games as well. I know that's a little bit more difficult, but um, you know, if it's, the, if it's the financial support that they can give us or if it's the vocal support on game day that they give us, members are extremely important to our club. And the more members that we have, um, the more thri thriving that we'll be in the future. As always, Benny, thanks for giving up your time and good luck this weekend. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Round three of the Intra Super Premiership. The Illawarra Cutters versus the North City Bears. Saturday the 19th of March, 3pm kickoff at Wynn Stadium. And here is your North City Bears lineup. At fullback, Tom Hughes. The wingers, Talatasi Tasi and Bernard Gregorius. In the centres, Dane Nielsen and the captain, Ed Murphy. In the halves, Riley Travers and Eli Levita. The front row of the scrum is Clayton Williams and Toby Rudolph with hooker Brad Dietz. Second row, Jack Gachelski, Patriciolo, Locke, Shane Whitelaw. On the bench, Picky Rogers, Jack Seeker, FJ Mawala, Brock Gray, and the 18th man, Abbas Miski, head coach Ben Gardner. The Junior Bears are versing the Penrith Panthers on Sunday the 20th of March at TG Milner Field. Kick-off for Harold Matz at 10.30 and SG Ball at 11.45. What a jam-packed episode it was for the Bear Pit Podcast this week, but thank you very much for taking the time out and having a listen and for supporting the North Sydney Bears. Once again, if you haven't already, check us out on iTunes and make it nice and convenient for you. Hit the subscribe button and you'll get every episode as it comes out. Straight to your phone. Um... Thanks again. Send us your, your tweets, send us your emails, and we can, we'll go through them at thebearpitpodcast at hotmail.com and on Twitter at bearpitpodcast. Once again, my name's been TJ, and it's going to be every week. 
Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us. And uh, as always, stand aside because you come to Mighty Bear. <laughs>